welcome to podcasting for that reasons where abc brings the drama and we are here to bring you some new analysis as i put my earrings on right now hi i'm on Mardia. my name is brennan ba- brennan welcome back to everybody it is week five of clayton's season and he is terrible at being the bachelor he really is, as you tweeted, um, and as everyone agreed, uh, he is only the ba- the worst bachelor because he's only not uh, the worst bachelor. He's o- right. He's only not the worst bachelor because Juan Pablo and Peter walked so that he could run. <laughs> I added that part. One, like they one. set it up. They teed him up. Peter and Clayton are the same kind of bad, while Juan Pablo is a different type of bad. Mm-hmm. Juan Pablo's in his own league. Yes. Juan Pablo still like, I did nothing wrong. And you know what? Part of me has to admire that. I feel like part of me is like, Juan Pablo was literally just like, I'm doing me. I ain't telling any of these girls that I love them. And even though this franchise, even though I knew full well what I was getting myself into, nah. Like, he stands his ground, which, I mean, he's a douche, but, hey, all right, fine. (laughs) But Clayton, Clayton is quickly proving that he is, he has no idea what's going on. No. Absolutely no clue. Like, what universe is he living in? How is every, how is anything that he's doing okay? At this point, I can't even blame Shanae. Like, Shanae is a hero. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Uh, so we start this week at Serene after the group date and at Serene's one on one, which at this point I forgot that she had one. I absolutely did too. Didn't realize at all. I, I was like, what's happening? Why are we starting out this like this? Yeah, completely forgot. So they meet on the beach. But they go to the pier because, as Serene put it, nobody's ever, no guy has ever rented out a pier for me. Oh, honey. Well, no one still still hasn't. Because ABC (laughs) did it. He didn't do it. He didn't like pull the strings and pay the money. Absolutely did not. He did nothing for you, girl. He did nothing for you. Uh, But yeah, I love how, what was it? He said that he, okay, here's the deal about Clayton, though. Have you read his tweets? Some of his tweets have been interesting or funny. Okay, he's funny on Twitter. Like, he knows how to make fun of himself. So I applaud that. Um, I appreciate the fact that he can make fun of himself. So there was a part, oh, what was it? That he said that um, everybody's blaming him for the bad, so he's going to take credit for the good, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. They do some carnival rides. We learn that Clayton worked at the Fudge Factory at Six Flags in Eureka. Uh, I would assume that every teenager in Eureka works at the Six Flags at some point. Yeah. And which I love that he said that because I totally worked at the Fudge Factory for like a day. Um fundraising it's not like i had a job right. that i lost I was like, you worked there. that seems like an outrageous job to have for a day 
<laughs> yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was just like scoop and ice cream for a day. And it was like I, a volunteer thing. I don't even remember what, what club I did that for. I have no idea why I was doing it. It was just as soon as he said that, I instantly remembered how it felt to be behind that counter and serving people ice cream. And I was like, dang, I worked there for a day. <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Clayton, Clayton and I have something in common. <laughs> you spent really. one day at a place that he spent probably many days. Exactly. Probably an entire summer. Yes. <laughs> but you're right. Probably every kid in Eureka worked there. Yeah. So we basically the day portion is them just walking around this pier, uh, eating ice cream, riding rides, kissing in various places, really kissing in almost all the places. Yeah. Um, what did you think about their chemistry? Didn't mind it here. Thought it was okay here. Did not like it at dinner. Really? I think... Serena's, for all intents and purposes, out. Okay. Okay, are you saying you think she's checked out? Or I, do you I, I think, think he's, he's out on her. He's out on her? No, he may not be out on her, but he's not in enough no. to make a hometown date. Right, because he's like, he basically was setting this date up to be like, this is the ultimatum. If it works, I want it to work. If it works, she'll stay. If it doesn't work, she's leaving. Like, I don't know if she knew how close to the edge she was. Yeah, and I think... To me, that's how I felt. I'm going to get to this later, but I think that there are five girls for four hometown slots. And I think mm -hmm. for right now, it's going to have to take a big dump from them or a big leap from someone else to change that. Yeah. Which, I mean... Serene, I saw something on um, Instagram earlier that people were like, Serene, you can do you can do a lot better than Clayton. <laughs> well, don't we say that about every Bachelor contestant, about every lead? That they can do better than the lead? I don't think so. I mean, for well... For most, most of the Bachelorette, Bachelor fan favorites, on like fan favorites contestants on The Bachelor, we always say, you can do better. Because the bachelor, the bachelor contestants, I feel like are so much more attractive than the bachelorette contestants. Wait, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So like I, the girls I think, are I think, the, the, I think the middle bachelor contestant is a lot more attractive than the middle bachelorette contestant. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. So I just, because, I just yeah, think it's, I think it's are, a thing are... that people say every year. Yeah, I think you're right. There are better, there are better women to choose from. It's always fun to be like, she should be the new bachelorette. She should be it, right? As opposed to like, he's the new bachelor. Yeah. Because I can't remember the last time I had fun picking a bachelor. <laughs> I didn't want Colton. No. I didn't want Ari. No. I didn't want Peter. No. I didn't want Matt. No. So literally, we didn't want Clayton four. either, and I didn't want Clayton either. You're right; it's just five contestants, <laughs> and minus Matt because he just showed up out of nowhere. Well, bless his heart. Well, ba Bachelor Nation, who the 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 Bachelor Nation diehards knew who he was. Yeah, but the regulars yeah. didn't. 
So it showed up out of nowhere as a never being on a show. Correct. Yes. But I just love also side note, you know how I read Hannah Brown's book a few weeks ago? Yeah. Um, the way that she talks about him, she said that her and Matt James were even closer than her and Tyler at one point. Like, because they just became better friends. But I was also like, did y'all have something on the side? <laughs> like, maybe. But. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Just, why are these, why are the bachelors so much fun on Twitter and Instagram? But when they get in front of the camera, they're boring AF. <laughs> we, we talked about this before. We cannot blame the lead. We have to blame the show. The editing or the producers or something, they devoid these people of all personality. That's really Matt sad. Was, Matt was fun after the show. Mm-hmm. And Matt was fun before the show. And Matt was fun on Twitter. He just was not fun for 10 weeks. Right. That's true. Yeah. Michelle. Michelle was yeah. fun on Matt's season. Was has been interesting on podcasts and fun on like Instagram. Yeah. And she was fun in the outtakes on Matt's season. Yeah. Fun in the outtakes on Matt's season. Fun in the outtakes on her own season. Yeah. But yeah. And not fun for the majority of those ten weeks. I don't know why they just can't have fun. Is it maybe it's like they, they worry that they're gonna take away from the the personality of the contestants that they're like, here's your new, your next franchise lead, you know? So it's like they lean into their personalities over the actual lead. Well, that's stupid. I don't, I don't know why everybody can't have personality. Right. I have no idea. But at one point, people used to have personality. And then there was like a shift. <laughs> it's so weird. The only people that get to have personality now are the villains. That's a bummer. But I feel like Katie had a personality. Because some people thought she was the villain. That's true. And con- <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and her other contestants seemed to think she was a villain. Yeah, it was like Katie had a personality. But I don't know. Man, it's a shame though. Yeah. But yeah, Colton, Colton, we get to see a little bit of his funniness. But he's yes. funnier, yeah, he's funnier on Twitter. Like, hmm. But oh well. So we get to the dinner portion of Serene and Clayton's date. Uh, Serene lets us know that she's had some loss in the last few years. Her grandmother died two and a half years ago. And in this during 2021, she lost her cousin who struggled with drug addiction. She said the loss of it all is really hard. She was like the sister I didn't have when I was younger. Do you, like I've asked you this before, but how do you feel about the stories that people tell i mean this is i don't want to take away from her her loss of losing somebody close to her it's like she said she had not experienced that before this time but Um, i I guess i would i would say they're obviously suggested to tell stories but as nick always says you the edit can't make you say something you didn't say yeah, yeah. These people are told, hey, it was it's suggested that you have a sad story. But not everyone has a story. So you don't have to say anything. Because, okay, here's the deal. 
like I I don't know and this sound this makes me sound like an a-hole probably <laughs> but when she was telling her story though like I was kind of like I wonder how like if she had to like think about stuff to be like well my grandma died <laughs> I mean it's certainly no Gabby's <laughs> wait what'd you say it's not Gabby's story that's for sure Gabby's story I was surprised at the impact that Gabby's story had Gab- Gabby's story was like painful for me to hear yeah like Gabby's story I was like oof yeah that got me um, and maybe it's because Sierra or not Sierra um, Serene. Serene Serene yeah maybe it's because Serene she's so pretty but she's very like calm you know and like he says, like he's wondering what's going on behind those eyes or that laugh, yeah. you know. And she's like, "Oh yeah, you know." So maybe it's that that I'm just like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't know." But she's so like, I think she's so pretty. And yeah, she seems, she seems pretty. great. I just don't see it. No. And really, to be fair, I've only seen it twice so far all season. Teddy I saw it night one with Teddy. And I saw mm-hmm. it last week with Rachel. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. the only time I've seen it. I, that's the only time I've seen it, like. Like, like sparks. Well, going both ways. The, yeah, yeah. Because he's no, definitely into Sarah more than Sarah's into him. Yes. Yes. I would agree with that. So. Which she, Sarah is interesting to me. This episode, I kind of was like, what's going on? Who are you? I don't know. I think we'll get more of Sarah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Serene gets the rose, and we move on because this date to their to the storyline they were working on was of no consequence. Nope, not at all. I completely forgot about it once it was over. Uh, We get to the the cocktail party, and by the cocktail party, I mean Clayton's going to talk to seven women a little bit, one woman a lot, and then none of the rest of them. Did you predict what was going to happen? Uh, up until a certain point, I didn't expect. I didn't expect Shanae to eventually apologize or turn on the waterworks. Yeah. So Clayton gets there. He pulls aside the women from the winning team, and just like she, he he asks them about what happened after. After he walked away and after they after they made out on the bar table and he he went back, he went somewhere I guess to talk to producers and she went outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seemed awfully upset about the trophy being thrown. That seemed like the thing he's, for him that was the most upsetting. He's like, oh no, that's not that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just don't, I, I don't understand him. But can we also talk about how this game, I think, now that I'm looking back on it, this game was rigged. What do you mean, how so? Uh, there's a team with seven and the team, team with six. You would think to make it fair, the team with, with six would have the Olympic tr- track athlete on it, not the team with seven. Mm-hmm. So stacked, the odds were stacked against them. Yeah. And who is all on that team? Susie, Sarah, Teddy. 
On the winning team? On the winning team. With the, That's right. That had more people and the Olympic athlete. Hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it was rigged, but it kind of feels like it was rigged. It was a little rigged, yeah. Also, side note, I didn't realize that Entertainment Weekly would point out the thing that I completely lost my mind about. The way that um, Shanae says his name. Oh, I hate how she says it. Hate Clay- how she says like- it. It's like Clay- Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> like, like it's there. I don't understand. I don't understand when she when I heard her say it. I was like, wait, it's not even a T. Like Clayton, Clayton, <laughs> Clayton. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So Clayton <laughs> asks, I want to get to the bottom of this. In order to do that, I have to know the full story. Sierra lets him know about the tantrum that Shanae threw. After their cocktail party, Marlena adds that as an athlete, she takes pride in being graceful. She said, I would never have come to a cocktail party that I ruined for the winners. And ruin it for the winners. When you t- when you get an L, you take an L. Of course. Session athletes speak. I mean, yeah. Some, you lost. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah. I think... Um... Them, but them telling him this story, though, I really was hoping that. But then again, you know, I should have known because it was too early on. And plus, he was he was hearing reasonable voices, multiple reasonable voices. Why should he listen? Why should I expect him to listen? <laughs> There's no reason to. Uh, the girls go back. They let him. They let uh, Shanae know that. In order to stake around, she needs to change your behavior. Uh, Shanae pulls Cl- Clayton pulls Shanae aside. They he confronts her and she says, "Yes, I did all of those things." And I parent, I guess I feel bad about it. Like he, the fact that he gave her the opportunity, he said to her, "Do you feel bad about it?" Like it's like he's giving her the lines you know and she is it's like it's as if he's like do you feel bad and it's like a cue card that says yes i feel bad insert cry you know and so he's holding it up and she's just reading it and it's like okay (laughs) like that's what i feel like he's just giving he's spoon feeding her exactly what he wants she regurgitates it and then he's like cool all right you do what i wanted i was i was listening to nick today and he was talking about this and he was saying how after the first night, you spend some time with producers going through, like, the women you like and the women you don't like. Mm-hmm. And he said most of the time, you get maybe four or five that you're like, I would really like to focus at least emotionally on these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of let producers mess with the others. Hmm. Not intentionally, but like you're trying to find love, but they're trying to make a show. So it's kind of like a deal that a lead and the team has where like you protect mm-hmm. the women that you care about. And the, the guests and the producers that were with him kept suggesting that he was actually really into Shanae. And he said, if he was really into Shanae, she would never be on a two on one. So the fact that him, Shanae and Genevieve, those are the two girls that he doesn't like. 
those those are two of the ones he cares less about because but if, it's part of the drama of the show yes if because i was wondering how genevieve even got into that circumstance because she was part of the she she was part of the sierra genevieve conversation that, that, yeah, that she lo- listened in on so she just became i guess by default her next victim because sierra because she quote unquote got sierra sent home because that didn't even that felt weird to me like when they were just like sierra or genevieve you're on this two-on-one and it was like whoa hang on because i didn't feel like they had enough like yeah they had some beef but there wasn't like enough of like a showdown i think the preference the preference would have been for sierra or elizabeth to be on it yes like that's yeah yeah. Genevieve was like tier three of this. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I can't believe that. Ugh, can't believe so he talks to her. He, she says, I, she says, I want to apologize. I was heated in a moment. And after going home and thinking about it, I should never have done it. Then uh, she starts tearing up for them. For, I mean, for Clayton. And then she goes and apologizes to the women crying. Uh, I can't really tell. Most of the women didn't seem to believe it. No, because you only saw but a couple. Then, you only saw a couple people, quote unquote, accept the apology. Yeah, there were yeah there were women that were just like, okay, that's all we needed you to say. That's all we needed. But I'm like, wow, you guys really do fall for some crap. Uh, Shanae then goes back and talks to Clayton. Tells her tells him that she apologized. They make out. And then in an ITM, she says, I'm not sorry, Hose. I need an Oscar award for that performance. Compared herself to Meryl Streep. Then she compared herself to Meryl Streep, yes. Goodness. This girl's going to be on Paradise. Yeah, we're going to have to definitely have to deal with her again. Yeah. We start the rose ceremony. I guess the other girls aren't going to get a chance to talk to him in the slightest. But whatever. Uh... The roses are first. Sarah gets the first rose, then Marlena, Genevieve, Mara, Gabby, Susie, Eliza, Hunter, and Shanae, who join Rachel, Teddy, and Serene in safety, sending Jill, Lindsay, and Sierra home. Uh, as Sierra is leaving, she says to him, choose a girl for the man you're going to become, not the man you are right now. Don't be stupid. <laughs> She's like, just get dumb right now. <laughs> yeah. I hope Sierra's on the island too. Oh, I think she will be. I think Sierra and I think uh, Shanae will be on the island. They'll hate each other again. <laughs> I think Marlena will be on the island. Yeah. I think Elizabeth. Oh my gosh, Marlena would be fun on the island. Marlena's going to be great. I really like her, especially after this this episode. Uh, Elizabeth is going to be on the island, I believe. Yeah. And then most of the good ones that aren't gone yet yeah yeah oh man so they just they tell us that we're going to take this trip international and by international they mean as literally close to national as possible because they're going to toronto when he said that i was like (laughs) you guys keep saying this like travel word or like international like traveling the world I don't think you think. I don't think you think what that means. What is it? I don't think. 
That word doesn't mean what you think it means. means. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he said international, I was like, okay. Like, yes. Different, different place, different country, same continent. <laughs> um, very next door. Like, depends on where, because where were they? Where were they? They were, they were in Toronto. No, no, I mean, I mean, originally. Houston. Before this. Houston. Okay, that's right. That's right. So they did have to go up. I was like, if they're in New York on the East Coast, then it's just like, oh, we can just walk It's up. definitely a far flight. It's just probably not as international as they thought. No. My goodness, though. International. They head okay. to Canada. Gabby gets the first one-on-one date there. And they're gonna you're gonna do the classic tour of the city, which is yeah. I think probably the most realistic of any of the bachelor dates that anyone has ever had. This the tour of the true. city dates this are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they eat a beaver tail, which is kind of a uh, like a fried dough pastry. It looked like still weird. Yeah, uh, Gabby rolls around on the ground with a dog. <laughs> and yet everybody online loved it. Have you seen this? Like everybody's talking about how I love Gabby. Oh my gosh, bring out all the dogs. Let Gabby play with the dogs. Blah blah blah. She's like she's she's a a contender because of her playing with dogs. Nick thinks she's gonna be the next bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. I we're gonna have to listen to that voice for an entire season. I, I, she's definitely one of the one of the favorites I would think for for the next lead. We yeah. cut back briefly to the to the women's suite area. Susie reads the date the date night the date card. Goodness gracious for everybody! <laughs> uh, everybody is on it, but Janine, Janine, Genevieve, <laughs> Genevieve, and Shanae. And all you hear is Genevieve saying it's an effing two-on-one. Because they know, they've watched the show, they're like, whoa. Because somebody said, somebody literally said, there hasn't been a two-on-one since. This is a big deal. (laughs) And they're like, every time I say there's going to be a two-on-one, you're like, listen, I think your precious two-on-one is dead. They brought back a classic. The two-on-one. Shanae says, maybe it'll be good. Shut up, Shanae. No one likes you here. Uh, right, right. Genevieve snaps back. One person goes home and one stays. Yeah, I don't think it can end well for both of us. Shanae is such an... Like, do you think she actually meant that? I think she doesn't know what's going on. Like, I don't think she's a fan of the show. Genevieve is clearly a fan of the show because she yeah. knew what was happening as soon as they didn't read both of their names. And Shanae's like, oh. Maybe we're just going to have a good time. And she was like, no, this is the worst option we could both have. Shanae, for Shanae being the most calculated person there, for her not to know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, gosh. This girl, though. Whew. I do not envy Shanae, or I do not envy Genevieve at all. Did you see how far they were from their date location? Wait, how far are they? About two and a half hours. <laughs> I did not. Two to two, when did two, they show that? 
It two to two and a half hours between Toronto and Niagara Falls. Okay, I thought about that because I was like, hang on now, if they're going to Niagara Falls, and that's all the way over. Because I remember meeting some people when I was in Philadelphia, and they were saying, like, <laughs> right. But Very I was gross. in, was that, no, I was in Pittsburgh when I met these that's people. Better. Not um, much, but a little. Uh, Philadelphia is so much better than Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania is just gross, I think. I like I Philadelphia was nice. Lancaster was weird. You're probably you're the like, wrong. If you thought uh, Philadelphia was fine, then you were probably in the wrong part of Philadelphia. But continue. Wait, what? The, you? I what? I feel like you would love the history. No, I do. I don't like the people of Philadelphia. Philly, mm-hmm. Philly people are gross. The Steelers. The. the that, that, the that's the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles fans are gross. Eagles, yeah. I was like, wait, that's right. I just jumped into another city by trying to ask. Never. Anyway, so I remember <laughs> meeting, like, I was there with friends, and I remember we, like, met some other girls there. Like, I think, how did we meet them? Just walking around. I don't know. Random strangers. Anyway, they were saying they were from Canada, um, and they came, they came down to our, to us to be in Philadelphia for a bit. But then they were like, have you been to Niagara Falls? And they were like, yeah, like, it's like, it's just right. <laughs> I just think of like living on a map. And I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> My point is though, is that, wow, oh, two and a half hours. Two to two and a half hours. I thought that it was farther away, but I didn't let that thought really sink in. That means those those women had to ride in a car together for that long for two hours, two a little two plus hours. Do you think they really had to, or do you think they like only did that for show and then they're like, you guys can split up? I mean, I guess unless one of them's going to be in that car and one of them could be a producer's car, I guess they could have done that. I just couldn't imagine being forced to unless I I brought my earbuds. Fully charged phone, and I was like, I'm just gonna listen to some Spotify. Yeah, don't they, worry they about it. Gonna, that, that wasn't an option for them, I don't think. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh my gosh, you're right. I then just sleep. <laughs> yeah. So we get back to Gabby and Clayton's dinner date. Uh, they're just talking. Gabby says that she. Gabby does the thing that people say where she says that she is better at giving love mm-hmm. than receiving love. And that's usually what people say when they're trying to be self-deprecating. And then we realize that it's like deep-seated childhood issues. Yeah. It's not just somebody, something that somebody says to be self-deprecating this time. Yeah. When she said, um, if my mom could stop loving me, why can't anyone else? Yeah. She's, because, yeah, she says that her her mom was good about being physically affectionate but she would withhold her affection circumstantially, basically. Yes. And that does create a level of trauma that is unseen. So it's like mm-hmm. not on the surface. And it's I think it's hard to explain. So the way that she articulated it really got, it really got the message through, you know? Um, Cause I, I could see like some people being like, well, that's not really a trauma. You know, like everybody's parents are like that or whatever, but it's, that's not, no, no, that's not, that's normal. something that really does mess somebody up. 
she's Gabby lets us know that her and her mom don't have a relationship at the moment. Clayton handled this fairly well. He asked her if she has an interest in getting a relationship back with her mom. She said, I miss her so much. Right now, it's like I have a lot of healing to do, but maybe in the future, like we can get, we could get there. Whole time, she's mm-hmm. tearing up through this entire conversation. Yeah. yeah, that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. That was really sad. Like, I was like, ooh, wow, okay. And like she said, like, she likes to laugh and joke and everything. And that's why Clayton was like, that makes sense because she is very jokey. She uses humor a lot and it's probably a defense mechanism. Yeah, for sure. Which I totally understand because I totally do that. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I'm into a guy, I will deflect and be funny and then be like, bye. <laughs> but that's my own baggage. They make out in a hot tub or a heated pool of some kind. Then And she's holding the rose, which was pretty awkward, but it was just to let them just know that she got the rose. <laughs> Right. We cut Isn't he like balloons in his back? Like, that's what I would think. Right. <laughs> we cut straight to the next group date. We have Rachel, Sarah, Serene, Marlena, Susie, Hunter, Eliza, Teddy, and Mara. And they head down to, they head to downtown Toronto, where they walk into a little like outside coffee shop area, joined by Jesse Palmer and Russell Peters. Did you know who Russell Peters I is? I didn't know who Russell Peters is. Okay, who is Russell Peters? He's a he's a he's a Canadian. It says part part of what it says right there is a Canadian comedian. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a funny guy. He's kind of like you know uh, you know that guy who does all the like the uh, celebrity roasts on Comedy Central. Does he do them? No, but he's like he's like that guy. He's like the second of that. He's like the runner up to that guy is like a top roast comic i just love the way that you were like well that's it, kind of like <laughs> comedy but like roast com- comedy roast comedy is like his thing but he's yeah, like yeah. not the mo- most notable comic to do that but the setup that you just gave <laughs> know, you were like you know the celebrity roast <laughs> the celebrity roast and i'm like is that him no but he's <laughs> like that guy <laughs> Well, because you know he's like there's the bald white guy who does all those. Yeah, I completely like. I don't even watch the celebrity roast. I never pay attention to to the host. I only pay attention to the celebrities doing the roasting. That's fair. So I, yeah, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, is Russell Peters the one who's in charge of all that? No. (laughs) But he he is he is a popular comedian. So this guy's not. I mean, he's not Hillary Duff, but he's he's a. In the com- in the comedy world, he's he's pretty popular. He's not Hillary Duff, who I love so much. Can we take a quick side note about my wife? Yes. Okay, so so last week, they you know the, how they opened the new Funny Bone at the streets of St. Charles. Yeah. So there's one at the Westport and one on the streets of St. Charles. So like two weekends ago, we went out to dinner and then went to a comedy show, and then oh, the cool. main comedian got up on the stage and she goes, "I thought he'd be black." I'm like, why? She goes, I thought that was him. And then she points at a poster. Guess guess who the poster's of? Was it Dave Chappelle? It was Dave Chappelle. (laughs) 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 
I'm just like, no, Zoe. Dave Chappelle's not going to be at the St. Charles Funny Bone. Like, that, that man had a show named after him on Comedy Central and sold out Madison Square Garden. I was like, wow, that's a big get. He's just like still doing like little sound shows. You know, she didn't know after who he was. Netflix specials is like enormous popularity. Oh my gosh, then, that's like, funny. If wow. you look around the wall, there's like uh, Nikki Glazer's up there and Kevin Hart really? is up there and like Bill Burr is on the wall. I'm like, these are just oh comedians. God. They're not comedians who have come here. <laughs> the You're like, no, this is just funny inspiration. For the the only comedian on that wall that would show up here is Nikki Glazer because she's from St. Louis. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, she would probably. Like, I know she's done her. shows at the other Funny Bone, so I wouldn't be surprised uh-huh. if she came to this one. But, like, that was the only one on the wall that yeah. would even be remotely here. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is Dave Chappelle. You're like, no, it's not him. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. So we start. <laughs> Russell lets us know. <laughs> Russell and Jesse let us know that we're going to do a roast date. And everyone gets some time to write down some notes. No, Mara. Mara continuing to do this sauce thing since it's going to get saucy up in this bee. I'm okay. just like, no one wants you here. <laughs> and like, you're, you might as well just leave because you have a better chance of being home. You have a way better shot of being sent home than of actually winning. Like that sauce thing is so annoying to me. It was annoying to me night one. Yeah. when She kept saying like, you want some real sauce? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So, R- Russell starts us off. He introduces failed contestant Jesse Palmer and his stunt double, Clayton. That that I was enjoyed, funny. I enjoyed that. Then his they, roast about the two of them was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, Marlena comes up first. She starts hot and heavy by making fun of Hunter's IBS. When she called that out, I was like, wait, did she get Hunter's approval? Uh, she made she made an incest joke about Clayton because I guess people think that Eureka is a small town Hoosier city. That was weird because I don't I think that Missourians are known for like incest. I think that's more of like Arkansas. But I think but, that was just a, it was just an easy. Yeah, but I was like, bit. but I mean, then again, Arkansas is like literally right there. So yeah, like I, I think probably if you get closer to Cape. That yeah. might be like the uh, a a good place to get those accusations. Uh, but I heard that compares... and I was making my dinner. I heard that and I was like, "Girl, I like you, but no, wrong, wrong state to insults." Uh, she compares Sinead to a case of herpes, saying she keeps coming back and lasting longer than expected. Oh man! Uh, Susie oh, man. tells Clayton says that she heard Clayton is good at warming the bench. Uh, Liza makes a joke about all the other women being trash. And then Sarah says that, Sarah says that Mara hydrates with tequila and like, hydrates with tequila like most cougars do. Yeah. So Mara was not having fun with that. Mara, Mara took this crap too seriously. 
She she did take it serious because then when she went up on stage, she made fun of Mar or she made fun of Sarah for being young, and she said something else to her. I don't remember what it was. Um, she said something about her needing a babysitter, and then she says, she says uh, she she tells Sarah to just go home, you desperate bitch. Oh, okay, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, when she said that, I was like, oh, and you could tell Sarah was kind of like, oh, dang, okay. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that, uh, I saw a bunch of tweets after the, after Mara's roast, and then it was just like, I don't think Mara knows the difference between a roast and just being mean. Right, because when she said that, I was like, uh, okay, because the Cooper thing, like, all right, and like, um... Sarah being young, she's 23. She's the youngest there. Who's the youngest there? I think it might be her. Okay. The youngest one. So she's she's 23. So she's really young. That makes sense because she would have been. But it's weird for the oldest and the youngest to be going at each other. It's weird for the oldest to to like talk down to the. I don't well, know. I, don't, I just I feel think, like it doesn't play into anything into that was that bad. Right. Sarah, and Sarah's just, joke was Sarah's joke was way less bad than calling out Hunter's IBS. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's, when she said that IBS, so I was like, um, like if I had IBS and somebody calls it out in front of the guy that I'm trying to date, like without even telling me, I haven't even been on a date with him yet to be like, listen, dude, at any given moment, like something might happen. Here's my story. These bowels, like she, these bowels are really, really irritable. It's about to get wild. But she just straight up was like, yeah, Hunter's got IBS. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! They continue to crap on Shanae. Hunter compares her to Jeffrey Dahmer, Ser- and Serene weird. jokes that she she's happy about being on Shanae's season of The Bachelorette. That was kind of funny. Then they they head to basically this is where it kind of ends, and then we head to the cocktail party. Susie pulls Clayton aside and does an anti roast, listing all the things she likes about him: his dimples, his compassion, and his layers. <laughs> his layers. Susie, Got it. I continue to really like Susie. Susie's great, but she's not really giving me anything aside from being cute. <laughs> like I don't see. I anything. think she was when it came to Shanae. I think she was genuinely trying to see the best in Shanae's uh, attempted apology. Within yeah, it being a fake I'm... apology, but I think she was trying to believe it. Yeah, okay, I can see that. But Susie doesn't really, she hasn't really done anything, for me at least, besides looking like Hannah Brown and that girl that you had a crush on on the Disney Channel or whatever. Oh, Debbie Ryan? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She hasn't really done anything else to really grab my attention to be like, ooh, front runner. Besides just being adorable. That's it. On the the show, though, on the show... How often do we get a contestant that's more than just adorable? I mean, but, like, I think that Hannah Brown was fun. People hated know, did, her, though. Did we know Hannah People Brown was fun her. at this point? Yeah, I thought she, I thought we did. Because I always liked Hannah, and I always picked her side over Kaylin. Yeah, well, Kaylin whenever was they the had worst. That, 
they had that like whole head-to-head fight but and like i didn't realize though again reading her book how twitter hated hannah at first like social media lost their mind when they made her the bachelorette i do remember that but like the by then they liked her well people liked her i don't know i felt like i felt like she was liked I, I liked her because I thought she was pretty and also being an Alabama, an University of Alabama grad That's right. held, held a little extra sway with me. Yeah. But I think but, it was just so much of this time has been taken up by Shanae. There are very yeah. few people that we know much about that haven't, there's nobody we know anything about that hasn't had a one-on-one. And what's a shame is that Shanae they keep breaking these episodes into, you know, they'll end with something weird. Not that's not a rose ceremony. No longer is the episode ending with a rose ceremony. Somebody goes home and that's it. It's like even with this two on one, you know, I thought that this two on one, I was gonna get somebody sent home then, and then I looked at the clock and realized it was eight fifty seven, and I was like, gotta be kidding me. So Shanae gets yet another week. Yes. Like that's messed up. I think she goes home this week, though. I think she goes home with the two on one. I think she goes home. She's too. not on any of the other. She's not on the preview at all. Yeah, I think she goes home too. But how many episodes is this now? Is this five? This is week five. This is episode five. Yeah, so it's five episodes. Uh, four of her being weird. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like episode two where her and Cassidy were talking, and Cassidy yes. was like, "You need to get in there." And then it was like, okay. And even Cassidy was like, girl, we're friends, but like, I gotta, I'm out when you start calling people's like mental health some stuff. <laughs> so, man, what a time. Yeah. She gets half of the series. That's as bad as, or that's as bad as Claire being the Bachelorette for like six episodes when we knew that she was gonna go home. <laughs> yeah. So Clayton finishes up with Susie. He spends some time with Marlena, uh, which I thought at this point finally Marlena was trying to was going to try to get start to get somewhere. Uh, apparently, she does not. Nope. He talks. I really thought, I thought she was going to get that group day rose. I think if this would be my thing as a lead, if I was the lead, if I don't have someone who stands out enough to to deserve it. Mm-hmm. Above everybody else, I give it to my favorite. Like, I mean, I just thought that Marlena, like she said, she no, I agree. Won. I agree. She earned it. Yeah. But I guess Clayton like didn't she think she earned it. Physically earned it. She has earned it. And like, the so like the roast, the freaking game last week, she has killed it. Yeah, and she, she was she's, adorable. She deserved the last two group day roses. Yeah. Like, he's not acknowledging her at all. He's, like, telling her when they sit down, like, wow, you're really killing it. You really stepped up your game. Wow. But then he's like, doesn't matter. Like, come on. So Rachel gets the group date rose. Marlena is obviously disappointed, as well she should be, because she deserved it. She Mm -hmm. says, I'm definitely feeling defeated again. We're now on the second week in a row. I've done amazing at the group date, and I didn't get a group date rose. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we end the episode with the longest preview of a two-on-one ever. Oh, my goodness. It was just 
Sinead telling us all the horrible things she wants to do to Genevieve at the Niagara Falls. And Genevieve just saying, like, well, we're just going to see what happens. And then Sinead's like, I'm going to shove her off the cliff. Right. Like, I, I just... Sinead is so deranged, and it's in an uncomfortable way. It's yes. not funny. No, it's not funny. It's like, it's like in a way of, like, why is this girl on TV and... Will she actually shove someone off a cliff one day? <laughs> like, are we watching the makings of a murderer? I don't know. Could be. Uh, Susie lets us know. <laughs> You're like, it's valid. Susie <laughs> says, out. if he leaves Genevieve at Niagara Falls, I think I would just take my relationship less seriously at this point. And, like, other people agreed? Yeah. Uh, yes. 100%. If he... And you know what, though? Here's the thing. With Clayton, like, you don't really know because you, you think the logical thing for him to do would be to be like, listen, girl, you mean, you out, you know, bye. But he very well, very, very well could send Genevieve home. You know what? I'm even going to think, I'm going to have, a, I, 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 I think he will. <laughs> I think he will send Genevieve home. Neither one of them are in any of the preview. So we, we've we gleaned no information from the preview of what is to come next week. Yeah. I Do you think he sends both of them home? I think it's a possibility, but I also think that Genevieve hasn't done anything to be sent home for. Exactly, exactly. That's my issue. Genevieve hasn't done anything. No. Literally, Genevieve is just like, you're a mess, Sinead. You're wrong, and I'm tired of it. All she did was just like stand up for the girls in a group setting, you know, and then yeah, talk like trying to make a coup when freaking Shanae is like on the other side of a wall with like a glass and like, you know? <laughs> but I just, she hasn't done anything to be sent home. No. Shanae is a loose cannon and if history has taught me anything, Clayton will send Genevieve home. <laughs> I, and those girls, my, there might be a walkout or something. My only, like, saving grace in this for me is that Shanae has been on Twitter, which means she doesn't yeah. shove Genevieve off or else she would be arrested for murder. <laughs> and Clayton's in future episodes so she doesn't do a if I can't have you no one can and shove him and her off together this is true too this so is true all too. of the three she women as far as anymore. I know are alive the two women in yeah. Clayton as far as I know are alive and I think that's really all that we can be grateful for this time <laughs> unless she's tweeting from prison for attempted manslaughter no, I don't. I don't think it's attempted at that point. If you shove someone off the Niagara Falls, they're gonna die. Manslaughter, manslaughter is like, yeah, with the intent. Manslaughter is without intent, so you're right. It would, I, if anything, like, it would probably be third degree mo murder, which is murder within the mo in the moment. Yeah, but, so, but she did say that she would be willing to, so it probably could be considered first degree murder. Right. So she's like, she's on the record. She has said it. So she could be tweeting from a jail cell. Yeah. Maybe she went to like Martha Stewart prison, like Camp Cupcake or something. Like, you can still have your phone, but like, you got to stay here for a while. 
I don't think I don't think she has a cachet for that. You're right. But I feel like they would ABC would probably give her some money. You know. Maybe. So they can do like a short mini series of it and still show her in prison during the other episodes. <laughs> because that's how addicted ABC is to her. That's They're fair. willing to drag the sicko out. Man. I don't understand. I don't understand how she got even more popular than the bachelor himself. <laughs> she does, at this point, does she even want him? You know, she says that she did this for him. Like later on, she's like, I did this for him. I apologize, apologize to these women. And I don't even care about them. But I did this for him. This girl's, she's a loose cannon. I wonder what other people are saying about her in real life. Has anybody stepped up? Has anybody said, like, yeah, I dated her and she's crazy? Or, like, that's my friend and she's not like that. Or, like, that's my friend or that was my friend. But then she tried to shove me, like, into a vat of, like, toxic waste or something. Would you like to... So I was sent a TikTok today by a friend of mine. Shout out to Kelsey. I don't remember... If, I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but if you did... Appreciate the Hi, uh, Kelsey. Appreciate you sending me this. It is a TikTok of Lindsay's calling out Clayton. <gasps> Would you like to hear it? Yes. All right. Lindsay went home, right? Lindsay went home this past week. Yes. Oh my gosh, the anticipation is killing me. On the Bachelor, I was sent home, but there's one thing that I wanted to address before I give my final goodbye. And that is this, Clayton's apology to Elizabeth that he posted on his Instagram stories a couple weeks ago. As you can see, he said that if he would have known what was going on, he would have sent Shanae home immediately. However, let me take you back to this night. Um, after the Baywatch date, Clayton chose to spend our time asking me about the drama in the house and why Shanae felt so bullied in the mansion. And I explained to him, word for word, that I would never want anyone to feel bullied. However, when someone is mocking and making fun of someone's mental disabilities, that's crossing the line. And I don't want to surround myself with people like that. So I'm not going to go out of my way to be their best friend. At the end of the day, everything happens for a reason and no hard feelings. However, you knew and you kept her. So according to Lindsay, she told him about Shanae's issue with Elizabeth and making fun of her and calling her out for her ADHD. And so that was the moment where she came out and was like, you guys think I bully Shanae? And they were like, what? <laughs> Poor Lindsay was just like in tears. And there was no on-camera evidence of her ever, like even, I had not even remembered them speaking. I didn't remember her name. Right. right. Until that moment, I did not realize that Lindsay was Lindsay. So by the time she went home, I was like, oh, Lindsay. But clearly at this moment when I'm like, she went home, right? I still don't remember her very well. I remember her. I don't think about her after after she went home. I really don't think about her after she leaves the screen. But Same. Uh, but <laughs> that was sent to me by Kelsey today. So appreciate that, Kelsey. That was uh, Man. wild. Yeah, I think that Clayton has his women tell-all 
is gonna be lit. It's gonna be brutal. <laughs> like they're gonna rip him apart. And he's going to have to atone for a lot of things that he did. Like, we thought that Peter, when he showed up at his tell-all, and it was like, why did you continue? Why did you bring Alea back? Why did you, like, why did you do all this? Why did you bring Alea back? Why is Victoria still here? Why this? Why that? You know? Also, what is going on with Hannah Ann and, like, Madison? It, like, it was a significant, it was, like, downhill for him. And then clearly, again, to plug Hannah Brown's book, your boy flew into some beep. <laughs> like, he just kept doing it. After the cameras were off, Peter still made mistakes. I've never, I've, I've just never, I don't understand it. But Clayton's tell-all will probably be like a notch below Peter's. You know, I think that they're, I think that they are going to, it's going to be a, a witch hunt, though, for Clayton. There there will be a lot earned or a lot destroyed mm-hmm. as a result of this two-on-one. <laughs> I'm going to, again, I'm going to lean into the fact that he's going to keep Shanae. <laughs> he does not know how to make decisions. The greatest indictment of Clayton is that I can't, without a shadow of a doubt, say that he won't keep her. But we kind of hopes that he does because like some people make bad decisions and it makes terrible TV, you know, some people make their, their terrible decisions. And you're like, I don't want to watch this anymore. He's ruining the show or like, she's just like, I don't understand. Clayton's poor decisions make me want to keep watching because he's so oblivious to those poor decisions. Like, so it's like almost like you just want to see him stumble to the finish line. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, surprise, this is who I ended up with. Like, I almost hope that it's Shanae. <laughs> it's... I almost hope that he ended up with her. <laughs> so you can be like, you know what? Good job, Shanae. Well done. And so she can show up at the end and be like, well, told y'all. <laughs> All right, let's... I said earlier that I believe that there are five women uh, mm-hmm. going for four hometown spots. Those five women, in a in the first two in a particular order, the other ones are not. The first three in a particular mm-hmm. order, the other two are not. Rachel, I believe to be locked in. Mm-hmm. Rachel is. Sarah, unless she mm-hmm. self-eliminates, I believe is locked in. So I, th- I don't know. I don't know. I think he's, like I said, unless she self-eliminates, because he is very into her. Mm-hmm. But true. she may quit. It would not surprise me if she pulled a Serena where Matt was very into Serena and Serena was not that into Matt. Yeah. I could almost see Serene doing something like that. I I think... I think they have, like, the same level of interest in each other. Yeah. Like, I just feel like they're both kind of like, we'll see. Yeah. Where you should be, like... But didn't Serene say that she was falling in love with him? I I don't believe it this early anyway, but... I don't either. Like, when she said that, I was like, you can't just have one date, one time where you spend time together, one-on-one, and then just be like, okay, now I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. 
If you're saying you're falling in love before the second round of one-on-one dates, I'm skeptical. Yeah. So I didn't believe her. I didn't believe her when she said it. Yeah. And I think at the moment, but it's fleeting Teddy is locked in. It is fleeting. It is fleeting quickly. I I fear that she's going to Abigail it. That would be devastating. Yeah. Because Abigail was Matt James, his his uh, first impression rose. Uh-huh. That spark was there, and then after that, it was like, and never got a one on one. Kept being pushed to the background, always on group dates, and then she like teed up one hail mary about you know I guess like talking about her family or whatever, and then Matt was like, "Thank you for sharing." <laughs> She needs a one-on-one next week. Yeah. To make this count. I saw them kissing in the previews, but that doesn't mean that they weren't just kissing on another couch after a group date. Yeah. He, he so. She needs one to stick around. So I think those yeah. three, the first two are very locked in. Teddy's on the border. And then the fifth spot, I believe, is between Gabby and Susie. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Gabby being picked over Susie, though. I wouldn't be just surprised. because Susie's cute, but Gabby, Gabby does have an authenticity to her, and she is un. Um, I feel like uncharacteristically, and but naturally giggly for a for a um, a bachelor contestant. Like, she kind of shows, like, she has this energy that is, it's not polished, you know? It's Mm -hmm. not like, oh, I'm I'm here, and I'm so, like, I'm so hot, look at me, you know? It's all this, like, she's, she seems like a girl that you would meet in class in college. (laughs) So, I don't know. I would pick her over Susie. But I see how you got there. I think, and also I think that I'm holding some partiality for Susie because Susie is a lock, would be a lock for my final four. Yeah. So I'm assuming that me and Clayton might have some similarities of thought, but it doesn't yeah. mean that that's the case. Yeah, I would definitely say Rachel. I would say Gabby. So you think Gabby's locked in? I do. Okay. I do. I think I think Rachel and Gabby are locked in. I think that um let's see, who else is there? I don't know about Serene. Teddy, uh, Sue, uh Teddy, Sarah, Eliza, maybe. I don't know about Sarah either. I think the two for sure, Rachel and Gabby. I think that <laughs> controversially. I'm gonna throw Shanae no, in there. No. Cannot. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna throw her in there. She's not Homegirl's gonna survive until the third round. I think Homegirl's gonna get to a fantasy suite. No, she and... can't. She can't. I I think he's gonna get her to the fantasy suite until if she She's makes it around. If she makes it to a hometown date, the other girls will quit yeah yeah but did you have you looked at the previews yet or do you keep avoiding that preview i'm i watched it last time and i didn't want to but i did okay do you see anybody else standing around like they only have like a couple people and it's guess that the looting to the fact that like 
oh, we get like, we get really far on. And then he starts making these like crazy revelations or whatever. I think that maybe he keeps Shanae and that one or two girls leave. It speeds up the process. (laughs) He's keeping Shanae. He's keeping Shanae, dude. Yep. Hot take. Spicy take. He's keeping Shanae. I'm locking her in for spot three or four. So that means I think that Gabby, Rachel, hmm, who else? I mean, Shanae is a wild card. Yeah, look, you just can't handle this. You can't handle this. But look, look what she is. She's stuck around this week with no a gang of girls. A little group of girls stood around him in a freaking lobby and said, this goes crazy. She took our trophy. She threw it into the woods. <laughs> she lit it on fire. She set Elizabeth on fire as she was leaving. And he still was like, you can stay. Until he sees her like kill someone she's she's gonna stay she's gonna stay so i got her for spot three i think that maybe maybe a Susie. which one's eliza she's the one who kind of looks like uh a black disney princess like uh the, the one who am i thinking of what's her name tiana the... what <laughs> princess tiana yeah I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember her name, but she does. Okay. Like, I think she looks a lot like her. Wait, Eliza. Hang on, let me look her up because I don't remember he, what she looks the like. He, he's the one. She's the one. He, even he said looks like a Disney princess. Okay, let's see. Okay, definitely not the person that. Um, nope, Eliza. That's her name. Yeah. Is this did not give me? This is not, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is at all. (laughs) But this girl is not black. And she, I don't know. She's from the Bachelor Australia. I don't, I don't know where I went. Oh, wait, why didn't the internet give me that? What'd you type in? Eliza on the Bachelor? I just said Eliza Bachelor. And this was the first thing that pulled up. That's crazy. That is not who I got at all. It gave me some girl. No. Again, Eliza, is is she? She's on the 26th season of The Bachelor. What? Okay. Oh, she does. Yeah. She looks just like her. I'm so confused. Okay. So when I Google it, it's, that's her name. Oh, my gosh. She does. That's her name. But it gives me a whole nother girl from Australia. Weird. Anyway, that's what I get for accidentally searching Microsoft Bing. Anyway, so. um, Okay, yeah. She's the, is she the one that was in, in front of the mirror with him? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah. I give her slot number four. Okay, that's fair. Revolving, either she gets three or she gets four. So you think Teddy and Susie are both out? Wait. Okay. You know what? I'm going to switch that up. Teddy. I'll give Teddy spot number three. So, yeah. I'm going to say Gabby, Rachel, Teddy, Shanae. Teddy and Shanae, 
it's revolving. It's literally like it's actively developing. That would be <laughs> like if this were a story online, you click on it, it's like the story is developing. Check back for more details. It's either be... Teddy or Shanae. That would be horrific. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so unfortunate news. Uh, Elise Myers, the TikTok girl, has still not reached out to me. And I have, and if yeah. anything, I was duped by a fake Elise Myers TikTok account that tried to get me to sign up for prizes. <laughs> Wait, the one that you had emailed? No, there was a, someone made an Elise Myers zero TikTok and I thought it was like a spam account oh, or like a spam or personal account. Yeah. And they liked my comments and followed me. I'm just like, oh, okay. So, and then, so I followed back and they sent me a message link here and you can win a prizes and I'll announce it on my main account. I'm like, like, I think no. you're, I think you're sketch. <laughs> so I deleted the message and unfollowed. Oh man. Oh man. So that was the closest I got to Elise Myers actually following me. That was unfortunate, yeah. but here we are. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see though. We'll see. Fingers crossed. She may still, as we grow, she may still show up because she's growing in a following too. So. Yeah, she's growing in following. Uh, if anybody has any connections to bachelor people that would like to talk to us on a hundredth episode as a special, exciting guest, uh, contact them and then let me know as well. But for the next few weeks, you can follow us on Twitter. I guess not just for the next few weeks. You can follow us for eternity on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And you can follow us on TikTok at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod. You can also support us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. Four bucks a month, the cost of a tall drink at Starbucks which is basically like so tiny, just so tiny. Uh, That's the cost of that a month to help support the podcast as we continue to grow and at some point might need new equipment. But until then, Ernie, anything else you would like to add? That's it. I'm just saying Sinead's saying. That would be catastrophic to the season and to the franchise. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.